What's up, music fans? New Harry Styles alert. Yes, Chelsea, we'll get to it. Sorry. That's right. I'm just <laughs> We've excited. also got to show some love to Bad Boys, Jay Balvin and Black Eyed Peas. Of course. They dropped a track together last night, plus another new song from Camila Cabello. And Mike Posner drops an album after surviving a rattlesnake bite. No big deal. Ouch. And we'll hear from Blanco Brown. Yeehaw! CNCO, <laughs> Nikki from 88 Rising, plus Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, and so much more. It is all coming your way right right now because today is New Music Friday, the best day of the week. And Billboard is here to break down this week's biggest releases. Oh, yes, we are. I'm Chelsea Briggs. And I'm Fernando Ventura. Welcome to Billboard's first stream live. First up, let's take a minute to compose ourselves. And by ourselves, I mean, Chelsea, compose yourself. Because it turns out out, new music from Harry Styles was coming out a lot sooner than we all thought. (sighs) That's right, Fernando. Um, He hasn't announced a title or release date for his highly anticipated second studio album yet. We've been waiting. We got a hint something might be coming when mysterious billboards popped up around London and New York. Uh, The black and white posters read, Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? And they didn't mention Harry's name at all, but they included the letters TPWK, and fans put it all together. The abbreviation corresponds with Treat People With Kindness, which Harry featured on the merch from his last tour. Oh. Yeah. But the biggest clue was Harry tweeted the word do with no explanation last week. So... Mm. It all adds up. On Friday at midnight, Harry dropped his first music since his 2017 self-titled debut. The song is called Lights Up, and why am I even still talking right now? Let's listen to it right now. That's not all, because Harry also dropped a music video, and... um, I don't think he had a wardrobe budget for this video because he's not wearing anything. Uh, You should go and check it out. You know what? Let's listen to a little bit more of Lights Up, shall we? Yes, we should. Anything else? It's official, Camilizers. We've been so crazy spoiled for the second new Music Friday in a row. We got a new Camila Cabello track. In September, Camila dropped Liar and Shameless, the first two singles from her upcoming sophomore album, Romance. And last week we heard Cry For Me, and today's latest taste of her upcoming set is called Easy. Take a listen. Now, those lyrics are so interesting to me, especially in light of my recent conversation with Camila. I spoke to her on Amp Radio in Los Angeles and asked her about the biggest lesson she's learned after a year of love, heartbreak, and passion. Here she is talking about what she considers to be the most important relationship you can have. I have learned, actually, ironically, that I think the most important relationship you have is the one you have with yourself. I know Mm -hmm. that's a quote, but I think that... When you're in love, all of these insecurities and fears and things in you are are brought up because it's vulnerable. I really believe that being in love is the most incredible feeling in the world because getting to be close to a person and having somebody see you for who you really are and love you is everything. I mean, it's intoxicating, but it's also healing, like in a deep level. 
And I think that everything always in life like brings you back to the relationship you have with yourself. Yeah. You know, being in love is incredible, but I do think that it's important for my fans to also know that your happiness is the choice, and it's it's up to you. Nobody else is gonna is gonna give that, and that you loving yourself is only gonna make you love other people better. I'm a poet and a man and a troubadour. I'm divine light hidden in a human form. That song is called Legacy, which means next up is the amazing story of singer, songwriter, rapper, producer Mike Posner. Mike began 2019 by dropping his third studio album called A Real Good Kid. And then in April, he launched a walk across America. That's a 2,942-mile trek that began in New Jersey. Crazy. I hope he had comfortable shoes. Moved through his hometown of Detroit. And it will end in Venice Beach, California. That's right. I said it will end because it is not wow. over yet. Crazy. But that hasn't stopped Mike from releasing Keep Going. Made it to California. New mixtape out now. Surprise. Keep going. It has plenty of huge collabs, including Prince Akeem featuring Wiz Khalifa. Let's hear a little bit of that right now. Oh, too rich to ever fit in. You wait in front, I get in. Talk too much, I listen. You blind, I got the vision. The day I work for myself, that was the best decision. You live in check to check, I check to see what checks I'm getting. Now, I spoke to Mike actually at the end of last year for Amp Radio in Los Angeles, and we talked about the conscious decision he made to really overhaul his life, let go of possessions, and live out of a van. Here's some of that interview. You know that old proverb, that which you possess will one day come to possess you. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I had everything at a really young age. I had the house in the hills, million dollar house, had the sports car, mm-hmm. the Jordan collection. And what I realized was I felt the same. Mm-hmm. Before, like when I was a teenager, I thought I'd get the record deal and like I'll I'll have my needs met and I'll be a kinder person because I won't want anything else. But I got all the stuff and I feel like I got a gift from the people who listen to my music Mm -hmm. because basically at 22 I got to learn this is not what life is about and so then I got to ask the question if not that then what Mm -hmm. and this is when I thought well let me see if I can be happy without all this stuff so that's when I went into my van what happens to me when um, I strip away like these labels of like pop singer or um, successful young dude or whatever and when I just roll into a town in Colorado with a population of like 79 and they don't know who I am who, like can I be happy then yeah. when I'm not quote Mike Posner and now of course he's taking things a step further with this cross country track now Mike says the walk is something he's wanted to do for years but after the death of his father in 2017 uh, and then his friend Avicii in April of 2018 the journey became a priority for him. Mike told Billboard, I feel everyone has a list of things they'd like to do in life and then a list of things they have to do. After the deaths, I realized I couldn't wait to do these things I had to do on the list. The time is now. Now, it hasn't been an easy journey for Mike at all. Uh, In August, he had to stop for three weeks when he was bitten by a rattlesnake, Fernando. I would have stopped right there. That would have been the end of it I mean, right? But that's just me. He spent three days in a hospital ICU, but at the end of the day, none of that stopped him from dropping plenty of new songs, including Legacy, Slow It Down, Nothing Is Wrong, and this one, Fun Up Here featuring Logic. Money can't fill your heart. Money can't fill your heart. Only love can fill your heart. Only fill your heart. Just follow 
They're me. And Chelsea, now it's time to get up because Blanco Brown's <laughs> debut solo album, Honeysuckle and Lightning Bugs, is finally here. You All love right. saying that way too much. I do. I really do. Every song was co-written and produced by Brown and melds his two biggest influences, Johnny Cash and Outkast. Two completely different worlds, mm-hmm. but sounding amazing when Blanco Brown puts it all together. We can hear that on tracks like Georgia Power. Let's listen to a little of that right now. They're just not the right one. So you got to move on and live life. You got to move on. The album was inspired by Blanco's youth growing up in Atlanta during the school year and rural Georgia during the summers. And the album title is a tribute to his split location upbringing that taught him the value of diversity and uniting people and sounds. And that ultimately led to the creation of Trailer Trap, a new genre that fuses hip-hop beats with 808s and traditional country music. Of course, the monster hit the get up. That's here on the album. Blanco stopped by Billboard recently to talk about how the track came together and why his grandma was the title's inspiration. One day, my homie brought a lap steel to me and I had never played lap steel a day of my life. I hit the first strum, it was horrible. I retuned it to open E like I tuned my guitars. Then I came up with a chord fret, a bar fret chord, and I came up with a nice loop. After that, I added beatboxing, snares, hi-hats, kicks, 808, spoons, and anything I could find in the room that made a nice, dope sound. After I got finished with the whole song, I didn't have a title. And if you listen to the whole record, it doesn't say to get up not one time in it. I dedicated that to my grandmas. They used to wake us up early in the morning, me, my sibling, my cousins, everybody, and you heard, get up. You know what I'm saying? With an I, G-I-T, get up. You weren't finna be laying around all day in grandma's bed. You had to get outside, be productive, find purpose, enjoy, and just celebrate as a kid. And the TVs was always reserved for the grown folks. Moving on, let's talk a little Bad Boys for Life, the third installment of the movie franchise starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and its soundtrack album aren't due until January. But this week, we got a huge single. Black Eyed Peas teaming up with reggaeton superstar J Balvin for Ritmo, Bad Boys for Life. Oh my gosh, it is a dance track. We just put it on and I think I was dancing around like a crazy person. Now, a lot of you might remember from the 90s, there was a big hit song called The Rhythm of the Night by Corona. Mm -hmm. And this song relies on that track heavily. But you know what? What they do with it and how they updated it, really, Uh, really hot. Ritmo, of course, translates to rhythm. And the guys show off a lot of that in the music video, where we get a little Will Smith, a little bit of Martin Lawrence, and some teases of the movie. Let's listen to Ritmo right now. Let's do it. All right, Chelsea, next up, Latin boy band CNCO. They've been together three years since they won La Banda on Univision. And in that time, they become one of the top-selling bands in Latin music. And this week, they released their third EP, Que Quienes Somos. The project was announced in August, which is also when they dropped the lead single. And the song we were just listening to, Ya Tu Sabe, Billboard caught up with the guys recently at the Billboard and Vivo concert series to discuss the songwriting process for the EP. 
Writing process up? was crazy. We we actually wrote um, more than just the seven songs. We wrote maybe yeah, over yeah. 20 songs, yeah. which they will probably be coming out in the future, but these are the ones that we chose, which are the ones that we think fit perfectly for this EP. The writing process was amazing. We, we did some writing camps with a whole bunch of different um, singer-songwriters, like also Tommy Brown, Tommy Brown in his camp. Show, yeah. um, that was super cool, a whole, bu a whole different experience. Uh, Joey Montana, all that was super cool to be able to hear each other's ideas and put them into, to, into one. Billboard's Latin music expert Leila Cobo spoke with CNCO recently on her podcast as well, where they actually talked about the benefits of being in a boy band. I can probably name a handful. Mm, yeah. Here's what they had to say. Now, what can you do in a boy band that you cannot do anywhere else? You know what I mean? Like, like what kind of artistic liberties? You know, we have five different mentality, five different creative that helps um, not repeat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that that's super cool that um, if one of us has, has an idea, the other one comes with another idea that adds on top of that. So it just everything just becomes bigger instead of becoming the same or smaller. Um, so that's cool. And also, like, if one of us mess up, you know, we have the other one to back us up. And, you know, I feel like <laughs> there, there's, there's a lot of advantage that we could use. Also, harmonies, you know, it's not the same when you could do when you do harmonies in a studio, just one vocal, when you could do it with five different other colors. You know what I mean? The, the four other colors. Choreography. Yeah. Yeah, the, the choreography, you know what I mean? It's like having it's like having a dance crew, you know? So you're on, yeah, you're on stage in the, with a dance crew, exactly. you know? Next up, creative agency and music label 88 Rising puts Asian artists and alt music at the forefront. Having rocked more than, get this, 22,000 people at its second annual Head in the Clouds Festival this year, Ooh. 88 Rising continues that momentum with its Head in the Clouds 2 compilation, which arrived this week. Now, the project was announced with the unveiling of Nikki's lead single, Indigo. Let's test all the Recently, Nikki spoke to Billboard Indonesia about the challenges of being a woman in music and what it's like to work with the mostly male artists signed to 88 Rising. 88 is obviously, I'm the only female in 88 and everyone else are male musicians. And it's been a very, you know, interesting experience. You know, they're all my brothers. There's, there's definitely some, it's very interesting to be a female in the industry because sometimes people don't, really take you seriously mm -hmm. but it's honestly 88 has been it's has not even been a problem because they're they genuinely care about their artists and we all have very good relationships with one another and they're all like my brothers so yeah <laughs> and now let's bring in billboards jeff benjamin to talk more about 88 rising and their collaborative album can you break down some of the uh, top acts involved with 88 Rising? Who are the big names we should be on the lookout for? They're really good at collaborating, but they have some kind of core artists. Um, Joji, he's a Japanese producer, singer. Um, he kind of has a lot of trippy, lo-fi sounds. Last year, his Ballads 1 album hit number three on the Billboard 200. There's also someone, Rich Brian. He's um, a rapper from Indonesia. He kind of sort of started as this viral, kind of ironic rapper. He had a different stage name for a while, but um, he's really expanded his viewpoint, his sound, and he's kind of doing a lot of really cool things in that hip-hop space. There's also Nikki, who we just heard from earlier. She's sort of the representative female act of 88 Rising. She's an Indonesian singer-songwriter. She has some really fun, I think really relatable pop, R&B, vibey music in that way. She has a song called Low Key that I really like. Low, low, low. 
And then what would you say personally are the standout tracks for you on Head in the Clouds too? These nights, it has Rich Brian and this K-pop singer, Shanga. And it's a really, really cool 80s synth vibe. Um, it's the first time we actually heard Chunga sing in English. Um, she's a really mm. popular K-pop star. She grew up in Dallas. But I think this shows what 88 Rising could potentially bring to the K-pop scene. I think another song that will get a lot of people talking, it's called Walking, that has Joji, Major Lazer, Sway Lee, and um, Jackson Wang. Wow. Jackson's uh, from Hong Kong, but he's a member of K-pop boy band GOT7. It's just a really cool track. I think a lot of people are going to be talking about it. What is going to Ready, aim, fire. Actually, reverse that. We just heard Green Day's new song, Fire Ready, Aim. The band teamed up with the National Hockey League for the guitar-heavy, high-energy track, which serves as the opening theme song for the NHL and NBCSN's Wednesday night hockey game broadcast. Fire Ready, Aim follows the previously released title track off the band's upcoming 13th studio album, Father of All, due out in February. Green Day, of course, has another big milestone coming in 2020 as they'll be teaming up with Fall Out Boy and Weezer for the Hella Mega Tour, which kicks off in March. Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day, Rivers Cuomo of Weezer, and Pete Wentz of Fall Out Boy. Billboard brought all of those guys together for an interview. Here's Billy Joe and Rivers talking about what's changed the most about recording music today compared to when they were starting out. I'd say it's speed. It goes a lot faster now. I mean, you, you don't watch the wheels go running around and around and around anymore, so. I mean, you can do that, uh, but yeah, the speed, that's the one thing I've noticed. Yeah, and like the pretty much infinite track, so like you can just keep trying a zillion different ideas. Sometimes it's hard to pick. Back in the day, it was like you got 24 tracks. That means by the time you get all the drums and bass, basic guitars done, there's only a few tracks left. You kind of have to figure out exactly what you want to do before you record it on the last few remaining tracks. So we might not be hearing Green Day's new set until 2020, but Miranda Lambert's Wild Card album is right around the corner. And she's keeping fans excited for that November 1st drop with songs like the lead single, It All Comes Out in the Wash, which we just heard, along with previous releases, Locomotive, Mess With My Head, Bluebird, Pretty Bitchin', and Way Too Pretty for Prison. I love the titles. <laughs> Which features Marin Morris. Let's listen to a little of that. He's a villain, so let's hide somebody to kill him. Cause we're way too pretty for prison. And this week, Miranda channels her Texas roots and combines a two-step and a waltz for the seventh song we're hearing from the album. It's called Tequila Does. Now, the singer had this to say about the new track. Tequila does his country and country music makes me happy no matter how rock or edgy or scorned you can get when you come back to a country song with a steel guitar it makes my soul feel like it's on fire so let's go ahead and heat up our souls right now with a little tequila does take a listen no they don't love me like tequila does nobody can meanwhile the wait for new sam hunt music is finally 
finally over. Finally. On Thursday, the singer-songwriter dropped his new single, Kinfolks. Now, the track recalls the pop country production of his previous 34-week hot country song's number one hit, Body Like a Back Road. I said saying that so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I just sang it like that. I want to introduce you to my kinfolks, to my old friends, to the house in the pines where the road ends, they get in my hometown. Kinfolks will be on Hunt's sophomore album, Expected in 2020. Now, last month, Hunt also debuted a new song called Sinning With You at a Canadian club show. His last single, Downtown's Dead, dropped in 2018 and followed That's Right, Body like a back road. I still can't get it right. I don't know why I can't get it right right now. I love the song. Body like a back road. Driving with my eyes closed. Okay, fine, maybe I'm just a little nostalgic. That song is nostalgic, literally and figuratively. This was the second catchy tune Electro Pop Trio Arizona released ahead of their sophomore album, Asylum. And this week, we got the full set, which follows their 2017 debut gallery and also features Freaking Out. The guys posted a vertical video for this one a few weeks ago featuring clips of fans sharing what freaking out means to them. Let's listen to a little of that song right now. Now that track is very emblematic of the process of making this new album and what it ultimately became. The guy spoke to Billboard's Lily Pace yesterday and told her the process for Asylum began immediately after Gallery was released two years ago while they were on tour. So they were juggling a lot and needed to come together as friends during trying times. Here's the band talking about that and how the album title came about. We had a moment where we were realizing that this album wasn't going to be something that we conceptually put together for a purpose. I think the purpose and the concept were just inherent in, in our lives over the past year or two, and that was basically the day-to-day -day living through uncomfortable situations and not great spaces to be in. But at the end of the day, making something fun and good out of it. That's kind of what the songs are. The first single we're putting out is a song called Problems, which is interesting because it does sort of embody that entire concept in a song a little bit in the sense that like the songs themselves are about maybe sometimes negative spaces or, or, or weird places to be in your life. And they tell that sort of story of those moments. But the songs, the way we like built them out and produced them, and when we finally got together, like let's make these finished records, like they sound fun. They're, they're very you know, upbeat, they have a lot of energy to them and there's a lot of fun, tricky things going on in the music. So it was a nice juxtaposition. It was the irony of it, you know? So the songs on Asylum, I think, are, and which kind of touches on the name and Dave came up with that name initially and he can really explain that more, but it was um, just trying to find a safe place in each other. Originally the word came to me when I was watching the news, talking about the border and people who are immigrating to seek political asylum. I thought, oh wow, that's really interesting. Asylum as a word is a double entendre. And so it could mean this safe space and it could mean a sort of antiquated definition of like a mental hospital. And we were in a place where we weren't all together. And so in a way we felt insane. And in a way, we needed that safe space. Yeah. And I think that was emblematic of just where we are. And so to name the album that is kind of to invite people to say like, hey, we're all going through a lot of stuff, but if it makes you feel any better, you're not the only one and we can get through it together. And finally, it's time to talk about the one, the only, Kim Gordon. 
Kim's yes. endured as one of post-punk's most iconic artists thanks to her work with Sonic Youth, Free Kitten, and Body Head, but she never released a solo album, which is kind of shocking. Yeah. That changed this week as she gifted fans with No Home Record, her first full length under her own name. When she announced a nine-track set back in August, she also dropped the eerie and hypnotic single called Sketch Artist. No your dead stairs strikes, and the wind chimes strikes. Now, Gordon released her debut single under her own name, Murdered Out, back in 2016, and that one appears on the album as well. Well, that should do it for this week. Oh, wait, looks like we have another new song from Harry Styles. Stop, what? I'm freaking out. No, you're lying. Just kidding. How dare you? (laughs) Don't forget to join us every Friday on Billboard.com for your insider's guide to all the best music. Until next time, I'm Chelsea Riggs. And I'm Fernando Ventura. We'll see you then on First Stream Live. Go!